Rocket deserves the arm. I just want to see him throw it like a spear. I would put <laughs> it on the bun. You can fit the pickles. You can put fit the pickles in there. The pickles. Put, you can fit the pickles in there. You can fit the pickles in there. Come on. Pickle chicken sandwich. Take it away, John Friggin Smith. Welcome to the rabbit hole. How did we end up on that rabbit hole? Where all you knew is wrong. <laughs> and rules are just suggestions. I like the pipe. Made up as we go along. Shut up, Corn. Fuck you. And who knows what you'll find here? Maybe heaven or your worst fears. Whatever it may be, it's yours to keep forever. Just in time, you've entered a rabbit hole. Please go down further. Where there's philosophy hidden within stupidity. My nipples are sweating. <laughs> what are they doing to that chicken? They're punching holes in it. You know, I want to teabag Hank Azaria. He can make weird noises. You're fucking weird. You guys are horrible. Bunion rings? Like, I I wouldn't eat those. What the fuck? Hey. Even if it was Paul Bunyan themed, like, you know what I mean? Like flannel onion rings or something like that. Yeah, I had a heart attack. Fuck you. It's a sun shiny day. Yeah. (laughs) Fat people need love, too. So, uh, who do you think's higher? Us or Sam Wilson? At the current moment? I, I don't know. I was trying to think of a way of like incorporating flight and being stoned. Sam Wilson didn't hit the, Either way, there's high altitudes. He didn't hit the altitude that Iron Man did with the frost. It doesn't matter. It's not a suit of armor, you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, first, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Fuck you, dude. He's black and he's cap. Suck it. Late reviews with the boys from Just In Time. <laughs> Serious. Whoa. <laughs> I said nothing about Black and Cap, dude. I said he didn't fucking hit the altitude that Iron Man Doesn't need to. Doesn't have to. He's a better detective than Iron Man. Yep. And he can kick Iron Man's ass in a fucking one-on-one fight without any tech. Think so? Without yeah. any tech at all? No suits? Yeah, he's going to beat the shit out of Robert Downey Tony Stark is a weenie. Yeah, think about it. He's old. His heart's a bum ticker. Like, he can't fight. You punch him in that little glass chest he has, and he's fucked. Without his suit, his body doesn't produce a fucking repulsor rate. That takes me back to the first uh, Avengers movies, like, put on the suit. <laughs> Let's go a few rounds. Everything special out of you came out of a bottle. Not with Sam. What's weird <laughs> is back then, I thought that was the closest they were going to get to, like, a Civil War nod. Was just them... Put on the suit. Let's go a few rounds. Like ah, ah, there's tension between the two. I didn't think they would actually lead it up to the, the fight that we ended up getting between those two, the end of Civil War. What I didn't understand in fucking this whole entire movie was like fucking this fool Sam Wilson actually kept up with super soldiers. Yeah, you know, like, like he kept up with superheroes in general. He was part of that Civil War fucking fight. He was right there on the front line. He's the one that got Ant Man involved. You know, yeah. If not for Sam Wilson actually fucking having the wherewithal to remember that a guy with those abilities could probably come in handy in a parking lot fight. <laughs> yeah, take that. Okay, I remember. I like the way you put that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that's a, that's actually a callback to an old episode we did fucking about just like 
fighting in the parking lot. I don't I don't remember anything any other details of besides parking lots in the title. You, you listen to it and tell us what it's about. I actually love that. That that's what I love when John Friggin Smith tweets us half the time. I'm like, wait, I don't remember what we said, but now I do. And you make a great point. Speaking of John Friggin Smith, you heard him at the beginning. His beautiful song, Yours to Keep. You can hear the song without our voices at johnfreakinsmith.com. As he, uh, as he says on his website, it is not sold in stores. It is exclusively found at johnfreakinsmith.com. So go check it out. Did I say the album? No. Songs of the Great Collapse, though, people. I feel like I did, but I probably didn't. No, you went oh, I, I title went song straight to, straight to John. Yeah. That's what I usually do. I go straight to the Johns. I'm uh So Sam fucking Wilson and Bucky goddamn Barnes. First uh, His name's Nathaniel Barnes. You guys want to just get you guys want to get the negatives out of the way first cuz not nothing is perfect. His name is James too. James Buchanan Barnes or James Barnes B- No, James Buchanan Barnes, huh? Nerd. Asshole. But um <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Well, there aren't too many. Okay, the start of the show, I won't lie, there were a little bit of heavy close-ups in the first episode there. Like, awkward close-ups. But I think it was to kind of show, I guess, you know, both characters being kind of in disarray a little bit. At least in some kind of uh, mental turmoil or something. Yeah, because how the first episode has Bucky popping up in therapy right away. Yeah, and Sam giving up the shield to the Smithsonian to honor the legendary Steve Rogers. I I thought that was a noble move. It really was. It was like, okay, I'm not good. I'm not him. Yeah. You know, I didn't even think about it, but that's similar to Far From Home. Actually, with uh, Peter Parker giving up the glasses to fucking Mysterio. I will say by the end of that first episode, I was actually, they really knew how to make you hate fucking John Walker. Because all he had to do was come out when they said you're new Captain America. And it was just like, yeah, I don't like this guy. And put his arm up. Bitch, I want to put your arm down. Don't you wink at the camera. Don't you wink at the camera. You're not your dad. Yeah, that Wyatt Russell, I got to give him props. Not only for his name, but for his, he did he he did a good job throughout that whole series. I have to say, like he actually he made he made me hate him. He made me hate him a lot. But there were times when it was like I don't know when he killed that flag smasher. I'm like I I get it, dude. Yeah, that was the most. I was like, holy shit, this is a moral. This is supposed to be for children. <laughs> Yeah, that I will say that that's the most blood I've seen in uh, any of the MCU movies. I think like Sharon Carter was throwing knives at motherfuckers. That shows dick. They were like sticking. <laughs> Even uh, when Hoskins gets fucking punched in the fucking, he gets gut checked. Like fuck that jacket did shit all for him, huh? <laughs> God damn, got his fucking chest caved in like in the worst way possible. He was yeah, he was bleeding out the face and everything. That. Good God. <laughs> they made you... I don't know. That was weird, though. They, I didn't know how to feel about Hoskins the whole time he was alive, though. I'm like, is he, he's obviously a good guy. Like, all right, we assume, obviously, that they're 
some they're already heroes just because they're fucking veterans and shit. You've, you know, they've served the country and whatnot. To where there's already like you're supposed to like them. I don't know. Hoskins with that Battlestar thing was weird. Yeah, it's gonna in the back of the truck. <laughs> yeah, fucking Bucky, just stop the car. Stop the car, man. The lock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was awesome. Freaking. Uh, he actually, uh, I like that Sam actually destroyed his wings just trying to save Bucky in that. Yeah. I uh, Oh, that first, back to that first episode, though, them bringing back uh, GSP. Mm-hmm. Seeing, first off, he went right back into that role. <laughs> I guess that's not much of a stretch for him. Hey, you're going to be a French guy. And you're just going to kick the shit out of this guy. How would you do it? Let's go. Let's yeah. go to this. Do do some backflips and some you know some some nice kicks and shit. Speak some French. I I like that though too. That uh, a lot of the influence for the show was seemed to be, come from uh, Winter Soldier and Civil War. I mean, obviously other events and shit too, and other influences, but those two seemed to the tone and the action matched that which we saw in Winter Soldier and Civil War. That was actually a lot more action than WandaVision, though. Definitely. Okay, apples and oranges at this point, Corn. Huh? One's a story, one's an action. Like, yeah, WandaVision was more about story and more about a woman dr- dealing with her. I, I don't mean to say it like women and their drama. <laughs> women and their trauma, you know, always freaking out over something, taking over towns. But. That that was magic. That's really what this is about. That was magic, and this was not magic. Super soldiers is the closest you get to the magic. I I didn't feel any sympathy though for uh, Carly Morgenthau. I think her name, her character's name, was uh, Freckles. I think I felt way more sad in that situation for Sam actually, because it does seem like Sam was. It's the only one that was still trying to win her over. Yeah, he and he, oh, that moment too. I think I think it was episode four. He uh, he was talking to her. He he you know right before John Walker yeah runs in. She wasn't the best actress in that in that program there. She was scary though, only because you knew she had super soldier shit and was willing, and the character was willing to blow shit up. But like all of her revolutionary speeches kind of sounded the same vague, you know. You see the same words being tweeted. Yeah. It was like, uh... <laughs> That's because everyone wants to be a literary genius on Twitter. <laughs> They're not going to let us be a part of this society, so we have to take it from them. That was basically what she was saying over and over again. Though. Yeah. After a while, it was just like, okay, we get it, like, you don't have to have a grand speech every time. I'm pretty sure your people are pretty goddamn committed. And anytime you're like one world, one people yeah, in that, Marvel, that usually tends to be a, a callback in a way to like Hell Hydra. Yeah. Probably go away from that. No, the one, Episodes no. forward is where a big ass turning point happened with John Walker. Yeah, that was uh, at the end of that episode was when he bloodied that shield. Well, first he took the super soldier serum, and we actually saw his ego, like uh, Dora Milaje. Let me talk about them for a second. They were beautiful and fucking awesome for that one action scene that they got. They made the most out of it. The use of the shield and fucking they kicked the shit out of John Walker. Oh yeah, 
And she used a goddamn three-point exploding heart trick just to disarm Bucky. Dude, that was so fucked up. Because, like... <laughs> that was like cutting his dick off. You could see the look on his face was just like, dude, bro, really? You're going to do that shit in front of people? <laughs> You're like, come on. <laughs> Somebody's going to try that on me later. <laughs> he looked He looked so sad. Like, dude, do me like that <laughs> in front of my friends. But I, I fucking, I like... The, that fight scene between them, the, like they, the way they pinned John Walker with the shield and shit, using the strap and everything. And the way he kind of cried at the end of it a little bit. Just, they weren't even super soldiers. <laughs> like, no, but they're they're just as trained and fucking, you know what I mean, hardened as you are. They just haven't fought in, like, those kind of wars. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure Iowa was on the front line during fucking Infinity War. And she was part, definitely on the front line for fucking Endgame. Walker might have saved some soldiers, but they've saved the universe. Yeah, I see no fucking Captain America shield agents. You know, the one thing I do like about Sam becoming Cap is he didn't throw that in everyone's face. Like, hey, motherfucker, listen here. I saved the universe. The whole thing. You wouldn't even be here. I was hoping for an on your left at some point, but... I'm also kind of glad that they left that as being like a... No, that's a Sam and Cap thing. Like a Sam and Steve thing. You don't need to go trying to shift that over to Bucky. Bucky, what's up with Bucky? I guess they might have sneaked it in. I Probably not, but might have when they were on the boat and Bucky uh, grabs the wrench and he's like, no, you have to tighten it up. And he does it with the wrench. He's like, why didn't you use your left? Yeah. And he's like, oh, well... I'm right-handed. I don't really think about my left hand much. I like that, too. Just like the... Hey, if you're... like, It's easy to think like you would use the fucking metal arm all the time, but if that's not your dominant hand, are you really going to train... Especially if you've already lost your non-dominant arm where you're definitely used to just leaning. Like, his body naturally leans to the fucking right hand anyway if he's already right-handed and... You know, dude, would that just make you perfect? Like, you lose your dominant arm and get replaced with a super badass vibranium arm? Yeah, that's why they had to go opposite. And they're like, yeah, now you're a perfect super soldier, even with the wonky system. I did like uh, Sebastian Stan's acting in that that uh, that flashback scene to Wakanda when she's saying all the trigger words for the Winter Soldier, and he's like crying and like. Pretty much almost telling her, like, you sure you want to do this? Don't do this. That was cool. And the look on his face when she's just like, you're free. I've said all the words. Felt like a like a genie thing. He didn't have an arm either. No, he was just chilling. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he still could have fucked some shit up with just one arm, though, with fucking Winter Soldier stuff. They've been relying on Wakanda a lot. Well, yeah, vibranium is, it's a comic book thing, man. And you need some kind of place where you can just get any magic MacGuffin you need. Yeah, any shit (laughs) under the sun that you need smuggled to the earth. (laughs) Really? (laughs) It sounds fucked up, but like, dude. We've already seen they can weave it into their clothing, vibranium. If Rocket comes across... Fucking Winter Soldier again. Do you think he's going to be able to get that arm finally? No. Uh, if he learns the passcode, apparently. 
And that was the same, that's the same arm Bucky was sporting in fucking uh, uh, Infinity War when he, when that line was spoken. So that's actually a good theory there that uh, later down, Rocket didn't say like, Rocket did say specifically, I'll get that arm. Yeah. Hey there, Marvel. Take note. Rocket deserves the arm. I just want to see him throw it like a spear. <laughs> uh, that that's not cool, man. Think about it. If, the, if Bucky pokes you in the chest, nah, oh, I, dude, no. he detaches it, <laughs> swinging it around, hits someone, puts it back on. That'd be sick. Like him on top of group, but on a, top like of club. And, yeah, I would. Be, <laughs> I would be scared to do that though, because what if you like miss and some other random henchman picks it up and runs away? Don't worry. That's when you have the next line of "Don't worry, I'll get you that arm back." Yeah. I would just love to see that, like, Bucky chasing a truck down the street. Like, he can keep up with the truck. He's going to catch up to it. But just the fear on someone's face, like, yeah, we got his arm. Oh, shit, he's (laughs) catching up. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. (laughs) I love, too, that uh, Bucky rarely used any guns throughout the series. No, No, it was just all blockage, like Wonder Woman. Catching knives and shit. Like, fuck, I I like that just because Infinity War, in Infinity War, I kind of thought that they, uh, like, kind of sidelined him by giving him a big ass machine gun and just like yeah just go shoot shit yeah rocket with him yeah but i mean you know what i mean though like he's he's the same super soldier as cap and cap was out there with wakandan shield things and just like yeah i'm just gonna run with the black guy up ahead and we're just gonna go fight shit (laughs) like bucky could have kept up with them and fucking you know what i mean been on that same front and just been like tearing those things apart with his bare hands Dude, there's a very key point in all of these situations that you just made that if you can't fly in any of this, that's like numero uno. It's just, yeah, you got to just run up there and fight shit. Like, there's no other point for you. That's all you can do is run in a line and try to beat people up. That has to be a sucky superhero after a while. Like, I get it, Wolverine, regeneration, but when it comes to, like, Cap, Bucky, wait, do they have super regeneration, too? No. Yeah, kind of. I know, I know they heal faster, they but no, I don't, they don't know about... They yeah, can they take do. a hit. Yeah, they, they can do. take a hit. They heal four times faster. Yeah, they can take a uh, hit. Oh, yeah, the super... super yeah, because yeah, yeah, fucking... Yeah. I only say that example because of uh, John Walker. They broke his fucking arm. And by the end of the episode, he's using it to fucking hammer up a new shield. Yep. So, this, well, let's be real, too. The the big elephant in the room throughout this show, something that probably turned few people away just because, you know, there's always some kind of people. There's some people that just don't want to hear it when they, whenever race is brought up at all. But you can't not bring it up. When you're passing a mantle that belonged predominantly to a white guy to a black guy. But I think that's the big key here is that they weren't just race swapping. Oops, Steve Rogers is black now. That would have been the biggest problem. Since that would have been the biggest, like, shitting on someone. But passing a mantle over to someone. We've seen Bruce Wayne pass the mantle on. To who? Dick Grayson. Yeah. Damian Wayne, in a way. Uh, Terry McGinnis. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's not, it's not so unheard of and shit. And obviously, it's something that had happened in the comics too. So seeing it in live action makes sense. Chris Evans was has been saying for you know he was pretty much done with Captain America. 
yes, there's rumors and shit that there's, it seems like every few months there's a rumor of Chris Evans coming back for some project. The whole, throughout fucking Falcon and Winter Soldier, people were like, are we going to see old Cap? No. And I'm glad we didn't. This show belonged to Sam and Bucky. Mostly Sam, let's be honest. Uh, apparently old Cap is on the moon. Oh, Cap on the moon, yeah. That was a fun theory to, that the maybe, maybe. I, I'd obviously probably not, but that's that's a funny running gag though that it came out came up in the first and then the last episode. It was cool though seeing Sam full on embrace that role though in that final episode, like. And I like even more that the suit was made in Wakanda, mm-hmm. like that feels like one of those black owned type things. Like <laughs> <laughs> those wings are definitely vibranium. Yep, <laughs> that helicopter had zero chance. And the second, <laughs> dude, the second he was fighting Carly and went, ching. Yeah, I, I, I like the way he, I did like the way they used the wings during combat and the way he used Red Wing and shit, too. Uh. It was fucking awesome. He had Red Wing lasering doors open and fucking Help finding out if people have flight experience so he could fucking that, that shit take out a pilot. Awesome. I liked that. He's, he's. Like I said, there was like that perfect combo of uh of Iron Man and Captain America, as far as like the tech and the personality. He's, and even better because he's not a super soldier. I honestly, my first my prediction at the end of that first episode was like, he's gonna have to take the serum just so he can kick their asses. And I really like that he didn't. Of course, they didn't show him kicking many Flag Smashers asses though either. No, but after a while, I think they're going to have to. It sounds fucked up, but... Well, in the comics, I think he refused the super soldier serum as well. Until he died? No, I think he just gave it back, gave the mantle back to fucking... You know how comics are. They always circle back and get back to the status quo. All right, we played around with Black Cap. Now let's give you Steve Rogers. That's one thing I like about the movies, though, is that's more of a long-lasting canon i think right now with the mcu is like no we're gonna keep him as cap for a good while which is cool i nobody i had had no problem with it because i fucking though the way they did it in endgame seemed a little bit weird like you're not even gonna consider bucky like all the times he's used the shield during fighting your fighting captain america and shit i don't know i thought they would I like the Wakandan arm just because it doesn't have that fucking star on it. Star looked a little gay. I'm not going to lie. I know it was for comic book accuracy, but looked a little weird. I like that the arm is a little bit more stealthy. I mean, it's still, he's a butt white guy with a black ass arm. <laughs> I wonder if he could just say it's frostbite. Dude, he's going to fuck Sam's sister. I can't unsee Sam's sister crying all the time, though, because uh, she was on 12 Years a Slave. And her children got sold separately. <laughs> oh my god! Bad. <laughs> Especially <laughs> after commercials. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently her tears became fucking Energizer bunnies, and she just nonstop kept going and going and going. We'll sell you the mom, but the kids are sold separately. Yeah, actually, I think they, I think the kids were sold individually too. That damn movie was fucked up. Benedict Cumberbatch was... <laughs> Doctor Strange bought her. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Mordo. I'm so sorry. 
I bought you and you. That it, it gets even more awkward if they decide to bring Michael Fassbender in as goddamn Magneto, which I doubt if they'll do, but that would be awesome. Sharon Carter. Corn, you had some beef with Sharon Carter, didn't you? The first time. <laughs> I liked her fighting. God damn it. Her fucking. She had the best fight scenes in fucking most of it. What did you hate about her? She was playing both sides. She probably still is. Well, she definitely still is. She yeah. called to talk about line up the buyers. Now, do you think she's. You think she's going to continue being power broker? Like, obviously, she's in. She's seeming like it. Just be pulling like a like a double agent thing where she's line up all the buyers so I can get them all in one place and get a big old CIA bust and. That's a lot of dead bodies already. Get a bit, yeah, but she could get quite a large promotion, like busting that many Madripoor criminals. Yeah, if if it's. Uh... Sam Wilson and then fucking Pookie Barnes right now. They're trying to play by the books. Uh, trying to hide, but Sharon Carter? No, I don't know, dude. That bitch is crazy, dude. She got shot. And then she killed fucking Carly. Bitch is nuts. She killed George St. Pierre. The only way she could was a gun. Yep. I like that he didn't go out <laughs> in a final fist fight. I know your weakness. <laughs> Bullet to the face. Oh my god. Isaiah Bradley. Let's talk some Isaiah Bradley here for a second. He, he's obviously still super. Like, he's got some of the super strength. Saw when he threw that little thing. Yes, drywall is easy to punch through, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, that little... Whatever that little tin thing he, was, he threw wasn't something that just goes through walls like that. No, it's supposed to crumble, not go through. Yeah. It, it embedded into the fucking wall. Uh, that was fucking... Uh, Let us morph this house. I, I liked that they were adopting that particular comic storyline there of fucking... Uh, the black Captain America. Without full-on saying it. Yeah, because that's something that I actually had to look up. When I saw it, I was like... This sounds right, but... I I don't think I've ever like actually checked it. I checked it and it was just the Captain America that came right after Steve Rogers got frozen. Yeah, they well sometimes I think when uh when people complain about comic book movies getting too real, I think they forget that like comic books in general have always, especially Marvel, have always uh reflected kind of the world around them and the times. To where uh, you know, go, uh, you know, a reference pretty much to like the Tuskegee experiments or whatever. You can put a you can put a comical spin on it, not comical like funny, but a comic <laughs> book type of spin on it. And they were testing out super soldiers, and it gets the same kind of message across. Makes kids look back and like shit, kind of like that ever happened. Oh my god, there was real experience experiments like that. Holy shit! But seeing the uh, like the anger. And the the obvious lack of trust from uh, Isaiah Bradley to anybody. She's like, no. They they gonna kill you, boy. Like he he was. I, I'm not even making fun. It was just one of those like he, he, powerful performance. Goddamn. <laughs> he made me like he made me like one of those like. God damn it, dude. 
can can I give you some money or something? Like this is fucked up. I'm so sorry for what you went through, sir. Now, from what I hear, that there was supposed to be like a like a whole pandemic type of storyline that was that ended up obviously looking too much like the real world. So they had to cut it out and do reshoots or whatever to kind of refit the story. I don't know what that. I don't know how much it affected the show, but for what they got, for whatever, like might have been having a bit of be rushed out or whatever and re-edited. It's still a pretty fun show to watch. Oh my God, Zemo! Oh yeah, totally forgot about him. Even though he's like a borderline MVP. Seriously, the dance moves, the fucking the dialogue. The fucking the fact that he had the most awesome butler in the world apparently. He was down to kill. That butler at the end there with the uh with the remote sitting in the car kinda reminded me of like Scarface. Yeah. Like what would have happened if fucking he wasn't in the car with the bomber and it would have been a family. See, fuck you, Corn. Hmm? They tied up some of the loose ends you were talking shit about though. Right before we finished watching that episode, why do they? Why does GSP? No, nobody ever kills them, man. They just keep knocking them out and leaving them alive. Mm-hmm. Dead, <laughs> shot dead. What happened to the other super soldiers? They uh, knew who Car- They knew who she is. Blown the fuck up. Not all of them, right? All of them. Yeah, they're all dead. Oh, also, uh, as far as uh, cameos, this one didn't. This one they didn't tease many cameos or anything like that. One thing I've kind of realized is not to have high expectations for, like, extreme, like, you know what I mean? Like, fucking full-on Avenger cameos. It's going to be more focused on the characters that are in the name of the show. Wanda, Vision, fucking Falcon, Winter Soldier. Those are, you know, just fucked up. He's trying not to be Winter Soldier, and you still call him in the title, dicks. And they change... Catch. The title later to Captain America, but keep and Winter Soldier. Some of the race scenes they dealt with were a little bit ham fisted. The uh, the them arguing in the street and the cops just happened to pull up out of nowhere and just like, is this man bothering you? Cops don't respond that fast in the hood. No, they don't. Eat when they see that, they don't stop to see if you guys. Just no, because they drive arguing. around the block. It's, they come back and they see someone swinging. Then they stop. Yeah. Until then, you're good to go. You can yell at whoever you want about whatever you want. And I understand it was mostly just. I think what's sad is. I think it was less about trying to like set up a like cops or racist thing and more of just like we need an excuse for Bucky to go to jail so he can get taken out of jail and taken off of therapy. So or you know what I mean not having to be forced to go to so many sessions. I forgot they did like a couple session though too in there. Yeah. That was awkward. They got extra close. Like knees and ball sacks yeah, close. <laughs> you don't scoot all right. We'll scoot in. That that moment though did set the dynamic for how they were gonna be throughout the show. It was just like they're not gonna agree on everything, but they're gonna get shit done together. Like that, I did like that. I like the that they had that callback with the "You're not gonna move your seat up, are you?" Nope. <laughs> and I like that. I don't think they said "I hate you" once during that whole show. 
even though that was like a running gag during Civil War. Shows growth, man. They they learn to trust each other. I guess when you both get dusted. So the big cameo that seems like it could be setting up something big later on in the Marvel cine- Cinematic Universe. Uh, Julia, Lu- Julia, Julia, or Julie, Louis Dreyfus from uh, Seinfeld. The famous Countess. Contessa, Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Oh, that's her. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> what, you just realized she was from Seinfeld? Yeah. Fuck her. They go with the dark hair. Yeah. She's the, that character is like Nick Fury's lover. No way. They fucked. I can believe I 100%. Believe and she's, the way she's coming in with the coat on and shit, she's, she's doing a Nick Fury. Uh, she's she's this won't be the last time we see her recruiting somebody i do believe she's putting together so either what's it uh either uh fucking uh thunderbolts which is the most likely or uh like some kind of dark avengers type of thing some they're gonna try to do some kind of suicide squad i do kind of want to see that when it comes out that suicide squad doesn't look all that great, but I trust James Gunn. He's done me good so far. <laughs> but uh, fucking A, there was a... No, there wasn't much more racism. I actually liked that. That this, That's the one thing that made me not hate John Walker. Oh, Sharon Carter being the power broker... A YouTuber pointed it. First of all, everybody called that. That was one of the most obvious things. That and the uh, the Agnes thing on WandaVision, two of the most like somewhat disappointing. No, the Agnes one at least had a cool song. <laughs> <laughs> Sharon Sharon Carter didn't get no. It was yeah. She her her, her name doesn't work the same. But uh, yeah, that was a fucking that was a very like predictable kind of reveal her being the power like she she was obviously pretty fucking highly connected and happened to get there at the moment that fucking they start looking for the power broker in Madripoor and is shooting people's heads off I forgot about that Sam blew his cover well his sister blew his cover yeah so that uh John Walker killing the Flag Smasher, that was obviously, like, a very big fucking moment, seeing the blood on the shield, knowing that he did a move that Cap did to fucking Iron Man to end that fight, except even in that moment, Cap wasn't willing to kill Iron Man. I actually did love that moment in Civil War when Cap lifts that shield up, and the only thing Tony Stark can do is put his hands over his face, Mm. and just, like, please don't, please... Mm. He has, he has the chest. Yeah, he hits the fucking arc reactor and just like, that's it. This fight's over, motherfucker. But seeing, yeah, seeing that shit, that that made me excited for the next episode. And I'm glad that that episode five really, like, uh, started off with that fight. With them just in that warehouse and just, you guys don't want to do this. Yeah, yeah, we do. You gotta give us the shield, man. Oh my god, that was a that was a hell of a fight for the shield. 
John Walker was trying to kill both of them every opportunity he got. The same move. <laughs> yeah. Just like, you I, you know what I can do with this. Ah! The, yeah, that was an intense fight. You can tell there was a lot of emotion going on with that fight. And just the way they did it, dude. They, that was fucking brutal. They had to double team him. And then Sam, the way he fucking, after getting his wings ripped off. That was pretty sad, too. Like, that looked like some brother bullying shit. You have wings? Well, fuck your wings. The fact that Sam still had the goddamn thruster, though, and had to use that. I like that, though. That they've uh, pretty much made it to where the thruster makes him a super soldier at times. It gives him super strength. And that uh, that one-on-one with Sam and fucking uh, Isaiah Bradley. I was hoping they were going to actually get to interact with each other more. I was really hoping for a flashback. Don't tell me this man ripped off Bucky's arm and not show me a flashback of that. That was a disappointment. Slightly. That was the one the one thing I wanted that I didn't get to see. So what did you, th- uh, you guys think of the the the, uh, the new Captain America suit? That, Dude, that I fucking Courtesy of Wakanda. I dug it a lot. It's like a modern twist on what would be pretty much Patriot, though. Yeah. But not Patriot because it's Cap. So that's going to be interesting when they do introduce Patriot eventually. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be probably down those. It probably won't be all that far down the line, though, either. They made sure to give uh, Isaiah Bradley's grandson there at least a bit of screen time there, especially in that last episode. They made sure you saw his face and got used to him being like, not just making fun of Falcon. But just being there and around and show that he actually cares about his grandpa or whatever and whatnot. You know, there's a good heart in there. And who knows if that super soldier serum at all, you know, is genetic at all or past genetically at all. Maybe he's got a dose of it or a touch of it. He just flies. He's like the black angel at that point. Like, you don't need the angel next minute anymore. Just use. New Patriot. Wasn't that a TV show, Black Angel? Mm-hmm. That was Jessica yeah. Alba, huh? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I never watched it, but I remember seeing commercials for cheese for some reason, and that was definitely one of those ones that even as a kid, and I think it was like 99, 2000, maybe even earlier. Jens and Michaels is in it. <laughs> Dude, you were... You have such a fucking crush on that man. <laughs> We're going to do an episode dedicated to him and just to hear the p- passion of the corn. He's going to be he's going to be the next Batman voice watch. Who? Jensen, Jensen Eccles. Who? Jensen Eccles, fucking the 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 fucking big dude from uh Supernatural. The main one. Oh yeah, he is supposed to be the next voice of Batman. Uh, hey, whatever if the guy from OC can be the voice of Batman. Wasn't he the detective? Wasn't he fucking Gordon on Gotham? Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. Who? Oh, the guy from OC, huh? Yeah. yeah. That's kind of weird. His Batman voice sucked. Uh, that's well, Jensen Eccles. That's cool though. That's that's different. That guy. I guess I. Corn's got a big man crush. I know he does. He knows. Mm-hmm. You know even small roles that he's done. Like, yeah, he was on one episode of Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> he was actually. <laughs> <laughs> you hear how much corn just woke up at the mention of that He's man? Like, no way. Let me tell you a sober thought in the midst of all this. I swear he to God, was. we're going to do a fucking Gilmore Girls episode just for corn. Just for corn, I want to hear the passion come out. You're going to describe it like a couple episodes to us. I mean, that's why we have to do Disney, because <laughs> it kicks back to the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> oh, dude, Jensen Ackles is the voice of Red Hood. And Batman under under the Red Hood. Really? Oh, so he just sprinkled all the fucks over. Yeah. Uh, obviously, John Walker gets a bit of redemption. It was kind of quick, just like, Revenge or save people? Uh, save people. But he threw away his little fucking trash can shield. That looked like a trash can lid by the end of it. That thing got beat the fuck up. That was non-vibranium. and de- That was definitely not vibranium. But it was fucking... I don't know. Overall, I, I enjoyed the show. I really loved what they did for Isaiah Bradley at the end there. That was beautiful. It fucking... Uh, like, I, when he said, I got something to show you, I didn't quite know what he meant with that. I honestly, I didn't know if he was going to do some kind of fucked up press conference and try to out him and shit, you know what I mean? This man was the original black Captain America. This is what you did to him. But instead, he actually, I like that they actually thought about that story-wise, at least with that ending there too and shit. Like, no, he wants his privacy. He wants to be left alone. Let him stay dead on paper. But still honor his memory. Well, the fucking and and that's in the Smithsonian. That fucking Captain America is exhibit and whatnot. So that's that's actually pretty cool. Like that that made me tear up a little bit. And then when he goes in for the handshake, I'm like, all right, that's respect. Like he's just gotten the utmost respect from the fucking the man that started the like the first time you saw him in that show. He was so angry and so like over it that it was one of those like just leave me the fuck alone and seeing him slowly like open up to sam at least and tell him telling his own telling his story and fucking you know and then by the end of it seeing seeing his story being told in the fucking smithsonian as dude and then he pulls him in for that fucking hug and it's like oh wow he's got yeah that's i'm not crying you're crying these are water eyes of joy the performance was fucking awesome too. Just the way that you, when he was walking in, the way he was grabbing the grandson's hand and shit. Like, I might die right now because I'm shocked. This might cause a heart attack. Is that a statue of me? Hold up. Yep. <laughs> Why does it look like me still though? Like right now. <laughs> We're wrapping it up, corn. How much did you like it? Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy it? Mm-hmm. Did you like it better than Wandavision? Mm-hmm. Well, but I said apples and oranges. You can't. WandaVision was telling a different type of story, and I think Falcon and Winter Soldier was initially supposed to come out first. So that you know, what I mean, WandaVision was supposed to be the weird after all the heavy, and instead we got all the weird and then the heavy. Either way, I have to say, I'm excited for Loki. I've seen all the commercials and shit, and yes. Uh, all these Marvel, Marvel and Star Wars, I can say that. I, I can't guarantee Star Wars Disney Plus shows just because Clone Wars and like all the animated shit. I don't know if we can keep up with that postseason wise. 
But the Marvel ones, since they're going one at a time, I can say, yeah, we're all going to watch Loki. I know that. We'll have a post. We'll, yeah, we'll. We're, again, we, we can't do post episode. That That's too, that's too much work. We'd have to see each other more than once a week. <laughs> that's. <laughs> We'll constantly be a week behind. <laughs> yeah, we really will. It's, it's funner to just take in the entire season for us and then just, you know what I mean, judge it on the entire season. <laughs> yeah. He's spinning in a circle. But yeah, I, I, as much as I enjoyed WandaVision and like how fun it was and how fun it was to theorize as to what might, may or may not happen, I did like that. You know, certain things you expected to happen did happen with Falcon and Winter Soldier. You knew he was going to become Cap by the end. And more importantly, there were no boners. No boners in this one. I will never forgive you, Marvel. Disney. I will die. He was mad about a boner. That's what I want on my goddamn gravestone. (laughs) He's still mad about the boner. But we are a fucking well, yeah. We've I would think we've I think we've gotten out all our favorite favorite points and you know the, as far as least favorite points there. Like I said there were a couple of parts that were a little bit heavy handed, a little bit ham fisted or whatever, however you call it. But uh, for the most part, it did stick to the action and did stick to like a you know a regular like TV show type of narrative and not just a preaching. The speech at the end was a little bit, but <laughs> now at this point, we are watching. Corn uh, honestly should have a fucking poncho and a sombrero on right now, because he is positioned as the sleeping Mexican, and uh, you know he deserves the statue. I do love that it's a cold night, so it's not like hot as balls in here right now, <laughs> which I think is making him fall asleep even faster. No. That, it's making us more comfortable. It's easier to laugh because you're not sweating. When he's sweating, it's like uncomfortable. Like, okay, dude, he's making me sweat now. Well, <laughs> 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 oh, Rook, favorite parts? Any any uh, complaints? Gripes? <laughs> no, my favorite part is when they called him Captain Falcon. <laughs> I did love that. Like, that just made my day. I was like, awesome, dude. Fuck yeah. What do we, what do we call you? Like, Cap, Captain Falcon? Like, yeah. I, I would have been like, yes, Falcon kick, bitch. I did like the Black Falcon thing. <laughs> he's, he's Falcon. He's Black Falcon. He's Captain America. It reminded me, I think it was a Key and Pill skit where they fucking, they were doing like a Power Rangers type of thing, I think, and uh, fucking... They were all white, of course, except for one black dude. And they're just, he was the Green Ranger, but they kept calling him the Black Ranger. <laughs> I'm not sure if it was Keen Pill or College Humor. It was one of those ones, but it was hilarious. <laughs> oh, shit. The, uh, there was one thing I wanted to say. Uh, South Park did it. Remember South Park? Well, you remember they had like a Simpsons did it episode. But in this, there was one, there was one piece there that uh, uh, made me think South Park did it. It was when Bucky and Sam are playing catch with the shield, which was a. I liked that scene for some reason. Them just cool. kind of tossing it back and forth like that. But uh, 
Bucky tells Sam that, like he, he when he when Steve told him about giving him the shield, like neither of them had really thought, like the, neither of them understood what it would be like giving a black man the shield. And Sam says, "Thank you." South Park did it. Remember that episode when Token tells, uh, I think it was Stan, like you don't understand, and fucking. The whole movie stands like watching Roots and doing like all this black history research and shit and trying to fucking like, dude, I understand. And by the end of the episode, he just goes up to Token. And he's like, I understand, Token. I don't understand. And Token looks at him and says, thank you. That's all I wanted. <laughs> South Park did it. And that's how we end this episode. <laughs>